This is Anime Out of Context, a comedy review podcast hosted by a weeb of the highest order alongside a cynical man who knows nothing about anime. Our show features spoilers, explicit language, and poor fact-checking. Neither of our hosts are experts on any topic and none of their opinions should be taken as fact. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I am born into an Italian crime syndicate just to find a reason to get out of this shit. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. Remington, I'm feeling pumped. I'm feeling less pumped. Why is that, Rem? I'm I'm a bit drained. I'm a bit drained. Uh, th- things have been a little bit oof around here lately. Is it because you went and got uh, more plasma drawn again? Um, sure, we'll go with that fluid. Oh. <laughs> oh, I see. We're earning that explicit tag early this time. <laughs> That'll be nice. That way, big old uh, Big Apple won't uh, be able to have any questions or doubts when they preview our podcast. We we have told Apple we are an explicit podcast. Why then, when we look at our Spotify metrics, is 20% of our audience below 18? Who knows? These are mysteries that cannot be solved. <laughs> nah, see, I think it's a new thing, Remings, and I think... Uh, adults are listing themselves as younger. Oh, is that the case? <laughs> Just is that so what they're doing now? That they don't mess up the demographics. Yes. yes, we'd like to make it clear. Obviously, we have no listeners that are below age 18 because obviously we are an explicit podcast, which means 18 and up, and no one would break that rule. Absolutely. Right, we have no cool babies in the audience. <laughs> Uh, all right, so so what are we jumping into uh, th- this week? Is it something to kill me, something surprisingly good, or something to kill me? Uh, you said one of those things twice. Uh, if it was directly proportional to the reality of the thing, I would have said it many more times. <laughs> I mean, you could just use exponents at that point, Rem. <laughs> I, 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 would, I would like to present the following math equation to all of our listeners. To be fair, most of your analogies are via math equation. It, it, it's true. I, I make a lot of anime comparisons via adding, multiplying, or dividing other anime. Yeah, you've got like a uh, a formulaic approach to anime review, which is not to say unexpected. It's just very rational for a very irrational medium. Here, here's my hot take this week. Uh, mathematics, more fun than anime. We're going to have a small subset of fans that actually agree with that. (laughs) (laughs) If that's the case, then my high school DXD hint would have gotten a much higher reception. (laughs) It was awful. All right. Thank you. uh, So so what are we doing this week? What are we jumping into? Why am I regretting all of my life choices up till now? Well, I don't think it has anything to do with the show why you're regretting your life choices. But today, Remington, I wanted to talk to you about a subject that we have had a mixed results on. Oh, no. And by mixed, I mean mostly bad. (laughs) Good start. Okay. Uh, But I do this with good faith uh, because, Remington, we've watched about mm, three sports anime. Oh, no. All right. Here we go. And the reception wasn't great. First, we had Kuroko No Basket. Real bad. Then we had (laughs) Keijo. Oh, real, real bad. And then we had uh, Chihaya Furu. 
pushing it on the sports, but at least it was decent. Hey, it's very physically intensive. <laughs> See, because you mentioned that, we're going to get a lot of people in Discord reminding us of a certain promise we made. I may uh, or may not have been trying to memorize some of the poets. Oh, shit. We've yet to even decide if we're doing Japanese or English. Well, I figured I'd give myself some kind of advantage. Oh, God. Because knowing you, you will forget about it until the day it's actually due. Yes, it won't even matter whether we do English or Japanese. I'll be fucked either way. Yeah, I mean, uh, you're a pretty smart guy, but you sucked as a student. <laughs> so, uh, I, I take it we're doing another sports anime, then. We are. We're actually going to be doing probably the most requested sports anime that we've ever had the uh, uh, desire or interest to cover. Uh, there's only been one other one that's been about as highly requested, but I'm choosing the one that I actually like over the one that I am partially irked with, but not for any major critical reasons, mostly because I've been on the receiving end of a lot of, uh, let's call it merchandise. Uh, oh, okay. So we're not going with that one today. Uh, instead, we're going to go with an anime called Haikyuu. Hi Wait a minute. Wait, Sean. Sean. Yes. Sean. I, I've heard about this anime. Have you? Now, let me explain. Uh, or more accurately, like, I saw its name one time when we were watching an anime on Crunchyroll. And there was a big banner ad about it, which makes me think that, like, maybe there's a new season of it or something. Uh, and that's all I know about it. So, uh, there we go. There's my... <laughs> There's my prior knowledge. I saw Could you it. even tell me what sport it is? Oh, <laughs> uh, wait. It had a subtitle. It had a subtitle. Did it? Um, oh, uh, shit. I'm, like, having to go so deep into my memory because whenever we open up Crunchyroll, I just, like, self-censor out literally everything. Your eyes kind of glaze over. Yeah. Uh, wait, wait, wait. I'm tapping deep within myself. Uh, well, you should not do that in front of me. It's very embarrassing. Hike you, so that means that you hike. Genius. <laughs> no, Remington. It's not. It's not the English word for hiking. I'll, I'll be out of shot. Like, a part of me, I was like, I probably got it wrong, but I feel like I nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't confident, but I felt damn good about it. <laughs> God damn it, Remington. All right, so not hiking, that eliminates one. No, of the many possible outcomes. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> No. Uh, so, Remington, you were close. Oh, hell yeah. That means I basically nailed it. And by close, I mean it involves elevation. B see? What is hiking but walking with elevation? Volleyball, Remington. The anime is about volleyball. <laughs> what is volleyball if not walking w with spurts of elevation? <laughs> what we have learned here is that hiking and volleyball are basically the same. I'm not saying they're identical. However, I'm saying if they were to fuck, it'd be incestuous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, Rem, no. 
Oh, God. All right, so so we got a, a volleyball anime, which I'm sure in no way sexualizes any of its participants. No, 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 that's the fan's job. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah, because if we're talking sliders here... Uh, the amount of guy on guy. Um, oh, is it actually like male? Volleyball? Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's male volleyball. Ooh. Yeah. No, most sports anime actually center around dudes. Uh, mostly because of the similarities it shares with a lot of shonen elements. Uh, although I will say the major, uh, the biggest fan base for a lot of sports anime is largely female. <laughs> okay. Well. So you know you're gonna you're gonna get some of that uh, yaoi baiting there from here and there. All right. So so. Uh... You you had a scale uh, for sports anime. I did. There was I remember one of the two, and that was homoeroticism. Oh yes. I don't remember the other scale. Uh, was it just like action sports? Some bullshit. Uh, like the that? the scale was uh, how supernatural it gets. Oh yeah. Okay. Supernatural ability and homoeroticism. Yeah, because you know a lot of anime will have this fun thing where they are doing completely normal mundane things, and they will add like a super anime effect or name to it, like. Ground spike or uh, which, which I've learned that I often enjoy, uh, though not in all cases. Yeah, and most of the ones we've covered have leaned very heavy into the supernatural side of things. All right, so with that, I'm gonna guess this one leans the other way. That it would be correct. If I had to say, as far as realism goes, it's still it's still a sports shown in anime. So you're gonna have some. Some fluffy anime physics. For it's stu- elevated reality. Elevated reality. That's a good it's way to put it. Hiking reality. Okay, listen here. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're hiking my chain on this one. Uh, wait, Sean. Yes. Wait. Okay. I can wait. How long? No, I'll do it in part two. I need preparation. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I have a joke. I have a joke to make. I need to prepare it. Because <laughs> as we all know. All the best jokes in an improv comedy podcast require preparation. Actually, most of my jokes are preparation now that I think about it. Bad example. Uh, But, Remington, if this isn't the most amazing joke or the most amazing anti-joke, I'm going to be horribly disappointed in you. You're actually taking the time to write it down. Yeah, one sec. Uh, Insert on hold noise. Okay, we're back. All right, Sean, I prepared the joke. <laughs> okay, little little uh, parting the kimono here a little bit. That was only like two minutes of preparation. <laughs> uh, all right, so so uh, Sean. Oh, you're doing it now. I've written something. You've written something. You. Yes. Okay. It's a haiku haiku. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I, this is. I said it was a joke early. This is actually very serious. Um, okay. And I would like it to be taken seriously. All right. Okay. Shall I Shall I get into a full uh, kneelings position? Uh, preferably, but to pay respects in a different way. Elevated walk. Volleyball is just hiking. Don't fuck your sister. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for adding in uh, applause, Dylan. It was well-deserved. Um, I'm, I'm not going to say poet of the century, um, however, poet of the millennium, who knows? Who knows? It's not, it's not for me to say it's for the people. And as the voice of the people, 
they have said it. <laughs> Are you sure you don't aspire to be a politician, Rem? Because I swear I see your ilk all across the nation at this point. As the voice of the people, the people have allowed me to be the voice of the people. <laughs> the, the, the voice of the people says that the people say they approve of the voice of the people being the voice of the people. And they trust the voice of the people. Yo, dog, I heard you like people. <laughs> so you put some voice in your people so you can have some people while you make your voice your people. All right. So uh, so my question for you, Sean, is, is Haiku better than my Haiku Haiku? Yes. Excuse me? <laughs> it better be goddamn transcendent. As far as uh, I'm concerned, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. Well, what, what is it about? Uh, well, Remington. <laughs> <laughs> It's a sports anime about volleyball. Which, basically, I can... <laughs> we're never going to get to the actual synopsis. No, we're getting to it right the fuck now. So Haikyuu Remington is uh, is a pretty standard uh, underdog story, right? It's about a, a volleyball team from a, uh, from a high school called uh, Karasuno. Uh, yeah, Karasuno High School, which is a... Uh, not really known for its volleyball team these days. Uh, it used to be quite a big volleyball giant back in the day. Uh, and the, the show starts when our main character, Hinata, goes and joins uh, the uh, volleyball club in hopes of being one of the best spikers that he can be and live up to his uh, ideal uh, dream. All right, so right now it's exactly what you would expect. Yeah, like, it's not... Sports anime have a habit of starting the same. There's a reason I gave... I mean, to be fair, that this is one of the few things where I will acknowledge it's not just sports anime. Sports shows in the West are all the same. Like superhero movies. Volleyball is to hiking what superhero movies are to sports movies. It's all the same. Man. So hiking equals Marvel? And, no, okay, I'm, don't worry about this. I'm figuring this out in my head. Your, you keep talking. Your, your metaphor equation is get, it's get... It's getting a bit convoluted. Yes. Here. Uh, so, inspired after watching a volleyball ace nicknamed Little Giant in action... <laughs> uh, what a name. Yeah. A uh, small-statured Shoyo uh, Hinata revives the volleyball club at his middle school. Oh, shit. Is it just going to be like, lol, he's short again? Oh, no. Wait a minute. Do we just have another Kuroko on our hands? No. Okay. We do get some of those jokes because, I mean, it's to be expected. Because uh, in a show where it's all about, uh, like, skill versus natural gift, body structure, things like that, you're going to get some short jokes in there. But the thing about volleyball is, Remington, is volleyball is a pretty versatile sport, actually. Uh, because it's... Primarily for taller people, because after all, you got a net that's super huge, and most like spikers and blockers and aces and like that are taller. Uh, but there is. Sean, a, I have a quick question. What's for your you. question? How much of your volleyball knowledge has come directly from IQ? Now, Remington. <laughs> <laughs> Let me be perfectly clear. I do a lot of research for this show. Oh, do you? How much of it was just watching IQ? A good majority. <laughs> but I also did some in-depth research on the volleyball Wikipedia. <laughs> Beautiful. All right, continue. 
And uh, there is a very common uh, position for a uh, shorter player. Uh, the libero, I believe, or libero, libero. Mm. Pronunciation has never been my strong suit. <laughs> uh, which is kind of like your back of the group uh, ground receiver. He, you know, So having someone who's short and low to the ground is good for getting the balls and knocking them to their other players, the setters and whatnot. Uh, but, but Hinata does not want to do that because he saw a uh, sports clip of a, a player with the nickname Little Giant who was a spiker. Uh, a f- person who's on the shorter side and would almost seem like he was flying when he jumps up above the net to smack down a ball, which is pretty great uh, for inspiration uh, if you're a bit on the shorter side and you want to do something really cool in a sport you enjoy. Uh, the short trope is kind of probably the most common trope in any sports-related medium out there, but a lot of times it can be used pretty fun and effectively, and I feel like that Haikyuu is probably one of the better examples of that in anime. All right, so right now it seems fine, seems dandy, seems like all the other sports things. Uh, problem, Sean, I'm not terribly into sports ball or sports ball shows. And you think I am? No, but you're super into anime, so I assume it doesn't really matter what it's about. Okay, listen here. <laughs> sports anime are about friendship, love, and passion, damn it. Okay, uh, well, we shall see. And, and what are the other characters that they are befriending that I'm sure are super meaningful to the, the plot? Oh, they are, actually. Because uh, the team uh, consists of about uh, nine players on a volleyball team. <laughs> uh, like, and I think six play at any given time, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and uh, there's, uh, like... So I say Hinata's our main character. Yep. We also have a kind of a secondary main character, that being the uh, Lancer, the rival to Hinata, oh, who's also his, his teammate. And that is a fellow by the name of Kageyama. And Kageyama is where uh, Hinata kind of has a little bit of a gift for jumping, and that's about it. Kageyama is kind of like an ideal setter. Do you know what a setter is, Remington? Hell no! Okay, so in volleyball... Uh, the position of setter is the person that lines up with the net, receives the ball after it's been, you know, saved from falling, and sets it up in the air for a spiker to slam down and knock over. It's, he's kind of like the, um, oh, how, sports terminology has never been my best. He's uh, the helpy boy. Yes, Remington. He's the helpy boy. He's kind of like the central role in a volleyball team. I want to make it clear to everyone, don't be fooled by my extreme lack of knowledge of all things anime. I also have an extreme lack of knowledge of all things. Yep, that is very accurate, (laughs) which is why we do like a semi-informational podcast. Uh, And Kageyama is kind of widely regarded as being a fantastic setter. Problem is, is he's so good at certain at certain things that he asks too much from his teammates, and has gotten kind of a reputation of being a bit of a dick. Uh, good chance he'll be my favorite character. Possibly, he's he reminds me of Dylan. Is the way I'll phrase it. <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's got those edge boy like uh, coup d'oeil tones to him. Oh man, I know exact. I you you said that, and I know exactly what kind of character. This is. Yeah, and he doesn't entirely mean to be. It's just like 
I need you to jump up this high and hit this ball, and nobody can really compete with him because he keeps asking for too much. And that kind of gives him a bad reputation, and in his middle school team, he eventually kind of got, you know, shuffled off, and that all those quote-unquote friendships were banished, so now he's at this kind of no-name school trying to play volleyball, blah, 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 blah. It's just like how Dylan expects way too much from us, like being good at talking nonsense into a microphone and not constantly going off on bullshit tangents that he has to edit out. I want y'all to know, if you guys think ever think, wow, it seems like they're going on a lot of tangents, you have no idea. That's the problem when we have two people, one of which has severe ADD and the other person is just a bit of a dick. And <laughs> it's hard to keep track of these things. But yeah, no, uh, so Kageyama is to Dylan as... So Dylan's our setter, basically. Uh, and the show primarily... Uh, wait, if he's, if he's the setter... Yes. Who is the spiker and who is shortstop? I don't remember the role. Shortstop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, libero. Libero. All right. Um, I'm gonna, I think I'm the spiker. Yeah. Because I am the star of the show. <laughs> Couldn't help myself. Really if anything, can. you're on the fucking enemy team, brother. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's that's just true. Yeah, so it would be like uh, Dylan you're, you're the You're the libero. There's a, Dylan is the setter. There's no spiker, and I'm over on the other side. <laughs> yeah, I'm just here to catch your bullshit and hopefully send it back at you. And Hello. Dylan and Dylan catches most of our. He's Dylan's also our blocker. Let's just put it that yeah. way. Uh, Dylan is our team. <laughs> Dylan is our team. Uh, I just send crap to you, and you send it back to me, and we just kind of. And Dylan tries to make any fucking uh, sense maybe, of it. Maybe he's the net. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, uh, focus. We're off topic, uh, but. So the show starts off with these two kind of main key characters. They are the uh, the new first years uh, at the school, and they are trying to get into volleyball, and it's kind of their journey of uh, becoming friendly rivals while also fighting all the time, as well as trying to get their team backed into a position where that they can hopefully, you know, uh, win nationals. I mean, that's any sports team's goal. And it just it turns into, you know, your good old-fashioned... Uh, bonding sports manly affair all right neat and that's basically what is about and it's very fun and entertaining and i like all the characters they all matter to an extent and there's not really it's not as much of a kuroko as you would uh assume it's actually on currently on mal it's actually the highest uh rated team sports anime oh god yeah, uh, the first season is sitting at an 8.62, which means Jesus. it's number 63 of all anime. Wow! It's not my favorite sports anime. My favorite sports anime is Ping Pong. But that's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making that up either. We'll it's, do that one eventually. That's a very Sean answer, just based on the sport alone. <laughs> and I'm awful at Ping Pong. Uh, yep, yeah, you're awful at Ping Pong, but at the same time, it's a very Sean sport. It is. It is. All right. So uh, right now, I, I imagine it'll be a, a good anime. Will I care about it? Who knows? We'll see. It'll have to convince me because sports. Right. And hopefully you'll find some good things to say about it because we didn't get very much flack for Kuroko no Basket. 
We got a decent amount of flack for Chiyafuru. Can, can I can I note something? Yeah. Uh, I have so much Kuroko no Basket merchandise now. I know. Be, and you, Sean has given me some. And then other people have given me Kuroko no Basket merchandise. It's a little bit ridiculous. It, it's like, he, here are my top three weeb bullshit that I have. Uh, the the most I think is Kurokono Basket. Yep. Uh, second is Umaru Chan. Yep. Uh, and then the third, I would say Cowboy Bebop generally, but it's just I'm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have bought none of these. <laughs> like I am, I am obtaining way too much weeb memorabilia. Uh, and you'll only continue to gather more as long. I, as you're I just my needed friend. to vent. <laughs> uh, but to be fair, I did give you a little plushie of um, a, a Kuroko 2, which was really cute. Which is the best part of Kuroko no Basket, and I haven't even seen that part yet. Mm -hmm. uh, and ultimately, Ram, I think this is a really good show. It, it, it hits all of my uh, shonen manly spirit buttons pretty well. Uh, as with most shonen anime, it's probably going to start too slowly for your taste. Oh, okay. That means it's bad. N <laughs> That's not what it means at all, you son of a bitch. Uh, but I don't know. We'll have to see. Uh, highly requested, uh, not using a bullshit rule on it because I have other plans for that bullshit rule. Uh, but we're going to watch a good chunk of it and hopefully you'll have some nice positive things to say about it because if you don't, well, let's just say there are going to be some people that are going to be quite angry with oh, us. Oh yeah. Cause that's always deterred me in the past. Yeah, it's true. But at the same time. Some of them Haikyuu fanboys and fangirls can be pretty fucking vicious. Like, most of the emails we got were like, so I know Rem didn't like Kuroko no Basket, but he must like Haikyuu. Well, we shall see. And if you don't, Rem, I'm sure you're going to get way more Haikyuu merchandise than you are going to get Kuroko no Basket merchandise. But I think that's about all you need to know, Rem. And without further ado, let's go watch some Haikyuu. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after consuming the first four episodes of the hit 2014 anime, Haikyuu. And Remington, I'm about to serve you a nice easy chance to compliment something, so please don't spike it down on our side of the net, because otherwise... There's nothing scarier than angry fangirls, Rem. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> Fanboys I can deal with, but fangirls? Man. Well! Oh, here we go. Here, let me start off by saying, from what I saw, my impression of Haikyuu is that it was made by an extremely talented, creative, and thoughtful 13-year-old. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> Rem, no. <laughs> Rem, you can't do this. You can't You can't just come in here and do something awful like that. That could be interpreted favorably. Like, they're a very talented 13-year-old. I've read Aragon. I know how that goes. <laughs> oh, dear. Well... It's fine. It's fine. I, I see no problems with uh, uh, the future at all in regards to this, considering it's one of the most highly rated sports anime on Mal. 
primarily due to fangirl voting, from what I can tell. But that's besides the point. So really, Ram, let's get into it. What do you think of the volleyball spiking anime? Well, uh, it, it starts off with this sort of like monologue narration that is so melodramatic. Good God. Uh, it's all about the heights he, he must prevail over, the walls he must overcome. There's like lighting effects and it, it, it was very weird. And there are many moments like this that just don't feel like this is the right anime for that tone. What are you trying to say? <laughs> they'll they'll like try to be sort of sort of deep and and dramatic. And I don't want to say that it it's like pretentious, uh, but it, it definitely tries weirdly hard in that direction, even though it definitely does not seem to be that kind of anime. Well, it's about the pure dramatic focus of being in a sports team. You know, that manly spirit, that coming together as a team. And no, but this isn't like the manly spirit intense kind of drama. This is like when you're eight years old and you were on a car ride with your parents and it was raining outside so you would place your head on the, the window with the, the droplets and you'd be like, oh man, I could belong in an album cover right now. This is deep as shit. Uh, and that's a hyper-specific thing. But I bet you that at least half, if not more, of the people listening have did that when they were a child. And some do that now because they are children. <laughs> are, are you announcing your own personal uh, habits there, Mr. Remington? Uh, undeniably. But I do not think that I am unique in that regard. Uh, mm -hmm. That or similar habits of that is very much what it felt like. Where it was just like... Like you're you're real talented, but your life revolves around deviant art and Tumblr. Like oh, that's God. sort of the vibe I was getting a lot of the time. Look, just because the majority of the fan content comes from deviant art <laughs> and Tumblr for this show does not mean you have the right to throw all kinds of disrespectful shade in their direction. Uh, then Lots of great things come from Tumblr. Th then we uh, get. Oh, then yeah. we get. Uh, uh, an OP that's very middle of the road. Um, it it's whatever. Um, I I I can't imagine fans are clamoring to this OP. It's okay. The the visuals feel like borderline '90s sitcom. Like it's pushing that front a little bit. Music pretty generic. It, it's fine. Yeah, the OPs in later seasons are much better, in my opinion. Uh, but. This also very interestingly, this is not a note I usually make. Uh, because it's about the, the voice acting, uh, specifically for one character, and that's the main character, Hinata. Yeah. It felt very weird and not amazing. Uh, and oh. it wasn't, like, the worst, but I don't know. The voice acting didn't jive with me, and that's normally not a note I make, because, frankly, I don't give a shit. I just hear Japanese words, and I'm struggling to pay attention to any of it in the first place. So normally I, I can't even bother to think about the voice acting. But this one, it was noticeably strange to me. Huh, that's that's a very interesting criticism. I've never had issues with it. Yeah, I don't know, it just... And it's funny that you mentioned that, Remington, because uh, uh, the seiyuu or voice actor for uh, Hinata is also 
someone who you've really enjoyed voice acting from. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, specifically, uh, they voice the majority of characters in Bananya. Oh, my God. See, that's... That actually makes, like, a lot of sense. Uh, Bananya, they nail it. I don't think this is their forte, or maybe they just made strange choices. I don't know, but there was there was just a bit of a, a disconnect there. All of the other characters seem like they're fine voice acting, but it, this one was just noticeable and strange because of that. Yeah, that's a criticism I've never really heard directed at Hinata before. Yeah, well, here, what can I say? I'm full of... Unique opinions. Yeah, and I'm just scrolling through the list of the other things they've voiced, uh, trying to find things you'd recognize. There's not much. Uh, but, yeah, no, like... I don't know. Every time I've listened to... This Maybe stick to Banana Cats. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's fucking harsh. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I couldn't help man. myself. I'm sure they're wildly talented. <laughs> yeah, I, I would hope so. I mean... They, they, there's a shit ton of roles that are attributed to them. And considering how popular Haikyuu is. Uh, and then, the, so the first episode, it, it, they're in uh, junior high, and Hinata has basically just collected his friends and gotten them to uh, play in a tournament. And th they face off against a team who has uh, the king on their team. And this is, this is the Sasuke of the show. Uh, because, good God, every show needs Sasuke, apparently. Uh, and he's ex exactly what you'd expect. And then they do this, like, they do this flashback very soon into the first episode of, like, Hinata try trying, working hard to get to this point and convincing all of his friends to join. But it was a weirdly paced flashback and first episode like, in a lot of ways, I felt like I had just missed a season. Like, I, I felt like I was missing shit. I didn't know why they started that point, because with the flashback, they tried to cram in backstory that immediately preceded what we're seeing now. And it, it, I don't know. The pacing was real weird. Uh, also, uh, a lot of the characters, like Hinata and, and his teammates... Like, really? Then this one isn't even, like, a negative note. It's just another weird thing. Lots of very feminine mannerisms, uh, which could, like, contribute to the yaoi baiting, uh, for sure. But it was just weird creative decisions. Once again, this one's not even, like, a bad decision. It didn't make it worse of an anime. It was just weird. Uh, and, and so, like, this anime just makes... Strange decisions. The directorial choices for Haikyuu don't make sense to me. To be fair, most anime doesn't make sense to you, though, Rem. Yeah, but at least I can often figure out what it's going for. This one I struggled with a bit. Uh, and and so they're, they're combating, and it's like amazing team with Sasuke wannabe versus uh, shit team with Hinata. And there's like this extremely intense Hanata goes for a jump and oh my god the melodrama's back boys it's like the time stops he slowly cradles his arm into the air before slamming it into a bunch of hands um the, as a side note there's some like score setters in this episode mm -hmm. uh who both were my favorite characters in episode one 
Uh, and all, they didn't have any lines. They just, well, they had a couple lines, but they're relatively irrelevant. Uh, but I really enjoyed them. Also, uh, it, it was the best yaoi baiting of the show so far because I shipped <laughs> the score setters. Oh, it's a shame you'll never see them again. I know. They were adorable together. Uh, they actually had chemistry together. Uh, and I won't say that other characters don't have chemistry because the show somewhat does it well, uh, but I'll talk about that later. Um, but yeah, and so, uh, of course, Sonata and his team lose because they can't do anything. Uh, they do surprisingly well, have some decent moments, uh, but it was just so weirdly paced. Like, it, it felt like it was at a breakneck speed and it was jumping all around and inserting a bunch of flashbacks. And it, it didn't let me gain my grounding. It's trying to keep you off guard. It, it was such a weird first episode. So uh, episode two starts. We get an episode one flashback because, of course, we do. Um, and, and now uh, Hinata, he's, he's, he's trained a bit. Now he's going to high school. Uh, and he wants to be, of course, on the volleyball team. And it's around this show, this time, that I realized the show is like two things in in very large margins. One, this show is, is pretty clunky and awkward a lot of the time. Uh, two, this show is goofy as shit. And it's not that it, and I'm not, I don't mean like uh, necessarily uh, humorous or, or silly or whimsical. It's just goofy as fuck. You're going to have to be a bit more descriptive than that, my dude. Like, I don't know, man. If you've ever seen, like, some 12-year-olds get together and and just make jokes with one another, and, like, it's sort of charming in a way, but you're like, what's... How does your brain work? <laughs> what's going on there? <laughs> this show was created by 12-year-olds, I swear to God. Uh, uh, wow. And, and Hinata as a character... Everything about Hinata is just a 12-year-old. Everything. Like, ignore even, like, the size and bullshit like that. Hinata's behavior in no way signals any type of maturity. They are 12. Uh, you can tell me that they aren't 12, but I guarantee they are 12. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're technically supposed to be 15, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but... no, definitely not. Uh, maybe the others? Not Hinata. Uh, and then one one girl exists in the show. She just exists to be ogled at, uh, which is pretty meh, but whatever. She she doesn't, but that so far, yeah, she but... only exists to be ogled at. There's more to her than that, though. I mean, later on, but so far, one hundred percent of her characterization is that. Ugh. Am a... I wrong? Give me an example in the first four episodes where she didn't exist solely to get ogled at. I mean, yeah, I thought so, bitch. <laughs> But it's still trivializing her whole thing as a character, which hurts me a little bit since I've seen the whole series. Yeah, but I'm not the one trivializing it. The show is the one trivializing it because that's all they've given. (laughs) You can't be like, Remington, how dare you say an accurate statement about a character? How dare you say that a character is one-dimensional when they have only been presented as one-dimensional? Like, that, you can't blame me for that. That's what the show has done. I don't know. You're just still being a bit harsh uh, before, without uh, knowing anything else. I'm about not it. being harsh. I'm saying the one thing I know about the character. I can't give any nuance because there is no nuance with her yet. <laughs> you're you're asking me to like have a complex opinion about something that has not been presented in a complex way. Uh, sure, maybe later she gets better. Right now, she only exists to get ogled at. 
so then uh, we we sort of get like an introduction, and of course, uh, King Sasuke is also at the same school, and now Hanata and King Sasuke they're going to have to team up. Ooh, how are they going to do that? Who knows? Uh, and th- there's actually a, a weird thing about this show is it has moments of really solid like character chemistry that I really enjoy. Uh, but often it's so like clunky and stilted. Like the show is more charming than it is good is is my opinion of it so far. Oh dear. Uh then we we also get introduced to uh like the three important high schoolers, the third years I think they all are. Uh there's Tanaka who's been the he he's not the main guy but he's the most important one so far for us, for our purposes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then... He's actually a second year, by the way. Oh, okay. Then we have Daichi. Yep. Uh, and then the other one. And then the other one. <laughs> Daichi is, like, the leader of the club, and then the other one is the other one. Yeah, that would be Sugawara. Sure. Uh, and Tanaka, solid character. Real solid character, real enjoyable. He's one of my favorites, Once honestly. again, goofy as shit. Yeah. Uh, it, but in a very good way this time. The main two... King Sasuke and Hanata don't really care about up to this point. In fact, I often struggled to care when watching the show. Uh, Oof. I know. I wanted to care, too. Do you, though? You rarely seem like you want to do much of anything. I mean, the show's got to meet me halfway. Uh, this one didn't. I Like, I... It, in my head canon, this show was like... The, the first show made by a studio by a first-time author of, of a manga or, or something along those lines. Like, it, it's, it's a bunch of people just getting into the industry, doing their damnedest, and, and doing real good with finite resources. That's my headcanon, and that allows me to admire the show. Uh... Uh, if it is done by a really, really big studio that has had experience and a budget... That will negatively impact my opinion on the show. <laughs> I don't want to confirm nor deny. Oh, no. I'm just going to say <laughs> the studio was, was uh, produced by Production IG, and uh, they've produced some really good anime, uh, but they've also produced, uh, well, they also produce Attack on Titan and Crokono Basket. Oh, God. You see... Like, right now, Haikyuu feels like a, a really charming high school student film type deal. Oh, gosh. And and so it's like, I, I can I can enjoy a lot of what you're going for, but it, uh, there's a lot that doesn't quite work, that's a little bit clunky here and there. Uh, so essentially, within the story of Haikyuu at this point, uh, we have King Sasuke and Hinata there arguing and fighting, and... The uh, the third and second years are like, yo, you can't be on the team if this is how you're going to behave. You got to learn how to actually work together. We got two other first years. You guys are going to have a game together. It'll be three on three. Each one of the teams will get one of us on their team. Cool. And so they they start uh, training, right? And uh, in episode in episode three, we get introduced to the two other second years, or really only one of the other second years, because one of them doesn't fucking matter. Uh, one of them is in the background like a motherfucker. And uh, the other one is uh, Tsuki? Yes. All right, so we got Tsuki. Uh, they're both first years, by the way. Yes. And uh, 
Tsuki is like the the temporary antagonist of of this little uh, mini arc. Yeah, his full name is Tsukishima, but Suki, but it's good enough. Suki is good enough. Um, and he is uh, also a real meh character because he exists to be real bad uh, so far and just make you make you dislike him because he's just so mean. Man, you are gonna piss off the fangirls. This is a great student film, guys. I really appreciate it. Can't wait till you graduate high school and make some better stuff. That's my headcanon for this show. And God, it, that's more scathing than if your... That head cannon, <laughs> if that headcanon is just allowed to be true for me, then I, can, I may be able to muster up a thumbs up, keep at it, sport. Uh... If if I acknowledge the reality that it was a big, experienced studio, it's basically hopeless for IQ uh, for me at least. I mean, considering it's in the middle of its third season right now, uh, <laughs> maybe. It and it's better. been on like the manga's been ongoing since 2012. The anime's been ongoing since 2014. It's currently one of the highest-rated sports anime on Mal. Hey. It has uh, some of the most. Let me just tell you right now, I've been looking at our email recommendations uh, for specifically Haikyuu. Uh, we've gotten a few, not too many, but a few. All of them are like, we think Rem will like this show. Uh, this is one of the best sports anime around. Uh, this is one of my favorite anime. We really hope Rem likes this. Not a single one of them is like, I don't <laughs> think Rem will dislike this. They're all like, you know, this is, it has some problems, sure, but we think it's a really good and heartfelt show. And I also believe it to be heartfelt but not that good. <laughs> so uh, Tsuki shows up and uh, it's at this point, like a lot of these characters, they have a lot of potential and they're interesting. They're actually like, a lot of them are decently nuanced characters, which is nice. Um, you have very few one dimensional characters other than girl that exists to get ogled. Uh, but most of the characters still, even with that in mind, don't click. They, they're, they're, like, above average, but they don't quite get there. Uh, and so episode three is just, like, a bunch of training and miscellaneous stuff like that. Uh, and miscellaneous stuff like that, as if that's not one of the main, uh, like, things in sports anime. I mean, yeah. Uh, episode four, once again, really leans into the melodrama because it opens up with the single most pretentious volleyball quote I could ever imagine. Uh, I can't remember what exactly the quote was. It basically boils down to volleyball <laughs> is a team sport. You can't play it by yourself. Yeah. Uh, and it was like nice and super dramatic. And it was like, what, uh, <laughs> what's happening? What is this show? What does it want to be? I don't know. I don't know what this show wants to be. The, the, the like dramatic moments have like no tension this isn't a tense show it's not a dramatic show but it has melodrama thrown in there at weird times and i don't get it uh then uh we like they're they're playing uh they they start playing the game uh tsuki is just being horrible super condescending and like the the other high schoolers they they've Talked about how, well, the king, he's so cocky. He's hes just really difficult to work with. Oh, my word. Uh, but they don't say shit about Suki, who is way worse than King Sasuke. Oh, no, I agree with that. And it's, it's weird that that's not... Like, they'll occasionally be like, hey, tone it down. But they, they will emphasize so many times, like, 
I don't know if King Sasuke could ever uh, could ever make it. He's just so so arrogant. He's not a team player. Meanwhile, Tsuki is like, "Hey, you fucking suck. You're a piece of shit. I hate you. You guys are gonna lose." Uh, like the least team player thing possible, degrading them at all times, and it's just not really addressed much so far and I, that's I, weird I that's think, a weird decision yeah i can agree with that i think the idea is that it's supposed to like kageyama has a bit of a reputation uh and kind of has more of a standout personality whereas uh Tsukishima's stuff is a bit more toned down in comparison so it doesn't stand out but it's not toned much. down in comparison it definitely is not toned down in comparison <laughs> like King Sasuke, he'll get a little bit heated at times, uh, and and he'll lash out. But Suki, it's just constant. It's never ending. It's just all harassment all the time. And it's like that's that seems a lot worse, man. At least King Sasuke, you can see that he's trying. Suki just isn't, and it, they just give him a free pass, and that's weird. Well, he, it, I will say, he kind of gets what's coming to him later on. I mean, that's to be one million percent expected. Yeah. Uh, and Suki actually becomes quite a very popular character for a lot of people as well. Uh, so also, while while they're playing the game, like, they're trying to find a rhythm, trying to figure out what works. Uh, there's this wildly... So at one point, it's talking about, like, the king's toss. Uh, and King Sasuke just does a really quick toss. It's what he does. Uh, but it's like, he hasn't done it in a long time. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's your standard, like, trope of... Like, having a super move, but I uh, can't do the super move anymore. Not after the incident. I mean, to be fair, they ha he has good reason for not using it because nobody could ever fucking hit it. No, yeah, I, I mean, it, it, it's fine. Uh, then we, we, from this, we, we, we get a flashback sequence. And oh my god, I'm gonna sound like a broken record. The melodrama. What's going on? It has like surrealist elements going for it. It's as if it's like high poetry is what it's attempting. And don't get me wrong, it's admirable that it's trying. It clearly, it clearly wants to make something like really beautiful and thought provoking. And I appreciate it for sincerely and unironically trying because that's difficult and that's scary. Unfortunately, I don't think it succeeds. Uh, and it was, it's just weird. It's so, the, the choices this show makes don't make sense. Uh, and, and also throughout all of this, we have multiple moments. Uh, and right, right after, uh, that they're just like monologues and dis long discussions between characters in the middle of this volleyball game. <laughs> Uh, as with most shonen, talking is very much a free action because in the middle of this volleyball game, they're just having full-blown conversations, interrupting the game. The other team's just like, cool, whatever. Uh, it's, it's a little bit weird. Uh, at one point, they finally get in sync, Kanata and King Sasuke. They do the King's Toss. Uh, Sasuke gets, like, Sherlock-style supervision where time slows down. He analyzes every single detail. There's, like, a crosshair that's scanning the screen and identifies the pin-perfect spot. Uh, and, and it's, like... It, it's silly, but it's not a, a joke is how I'd phrase it. And that, that's why it's a little bit goofy because it, it's both silly and completely serious. Like, it's playing it with a straight face. Uh, while recognizing it's a little bit over the top. Uh, and they start finding a rhythm real cool. Now they can work together. 
But like overall, the show, it's just, it's just really weird. I think it's fun. I don't know. I see. Unfortunately, it could not really keep my attention. I couldn't get invested. I never really cared. There were some moments that I thought were swell, some moments that I thought were enjoyable, some characters or character moments or relationship moments that were solid. But overall, it just seems like a, a bit of a, a – it lacks a bit of polish is, is how I'm going to phrase it. Hachi machi. Uh, I, I, I'm going – I'm going to lie to myself, Sean. And I'm going to say <laughs> – that that this uh, that a, a bunch of, uh, of of fifteen and sixteen year olds who really liked animation and volleyball they made this at school and they were very pleased with it and they put a lot of effort into it and they were learning as they went and that's fine and they created a decent thing and you can tell they tried really hard on it and that should be admirable and you can tell when they're adults they're gonna really go places and that's my headcanon because that allows me to think of Haikyuu in a favorable way because if that's if that's the reality I impose upon myself then yeah Haikyuu is plenty flawed but you know what that's fine. Whereas if I accept the actual reality of it was done by a big-ass studio who knows what the fuck they're doing and has a sufficient budget, well, then it's just a real mediocre to bad show. And that's <laughs> that's, a, that's a less happy reality. <laughs> Remington, by trying to compliment the show, you have insulted this show more than any other show we've ever covered. No, that's not true, and you know it. That's hyperbole. I have, I have torn shows to... Th- Shreds. Yes, but this is the most backhanded way you've ever done it, and it I feel a little bit, yeah. I feel super defensive of this show. And I personally think that this is a fine show and I really enjoy it. It's not my favorite sports anime, and I don't think it should be that high on Mal. But I feel like I need to defend the show to my dying breath at this point. I mean, given what we've seen so far, I think it's taking second place of sports anime we've covered, which isn't saying a ton, but hey, it's there. Ah, so Kajo's at the top for you then. Huh? Oh fuck. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Oof. Oh my god, Rem. Like, I I feel hurt. And I didn't have super strong opinions about this show beforehand, but now I feel like I do. I mean, I also don't have very strong opinions of it now. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Damn you, it's about friendship, it's about teamwork, it's about overcoming obstacles together. This is one of the uh this is one of the sports anime that actually does team the teamwork motif really fucking no, well. I, I mean, I think it, it's been doing that uh a bit better than than most uh sports things we we've come across. Um it it's just that this show, it, 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 it's quaint. It's a quaint little show, and it, it's, it has a lot of ambition, and maybe when it grows up to be big and tall, then it will, be, it will grow up to be a good anime. Do you suffer from frequent nosebleeds in your ivory tower, you son of a bitch? Because <laughs> holy fuck. Like, are you sure that the Sasuke character of the show is just not you? <laughs> I'm pretty dang sure you are giving me some very big Kageyama vibes. I think I joked about Dylan being a very Kageyama-esque character, but I'm starting to think that you're you're the king of the podcast here. I mean, hey, I hate myself just as much as I hate him, so it's fair. Uh, it all works out. <laughs> Who knows? It's possible. <laughs> oh, my 
God, Remington. We're going to have to come back to this one. I'm going to have know. to force you to watch more. Maybe a whole season at once. That's unnecessary. I, Because I genuinely think that this show has merit compared to what you're giving it. And that... I think the show has some merit. I also don't think that it's worth watching much more of. <laughs> if your nose could be any longer, Remington, they'd call you fucking Pinocchio. I, I'm just, I'm just handling this show with the kid gloves it deserves. It's amazing you can see, even see your own dick with a nose that long. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the, the, those are my thoughts. It, it's mostly the show is mostly weird and a little bit confusing and it feels a bit disjointed and I like a lot of the ideas in it. I I think I enjoy what it tries to be more than what it is. And that's Haikyuu. Wow. Just wow, Remington. I was considering maybe giving you something nice next week. Just maybe, but now I feel like I can't. Well, uh... Like I, we'll I don't, see. I don't know what it is about this, but for some reason, your opinions on this show, no matter how valid they are, piss me off more than some of the other ones we've covered, and I don't understand how that's possible. Maybe, Sean, it's because deep down, you know the reality that Haikyuu feels a little bit juvenile, a little bit young, and so it it, it feels like like a young child that needs defending uh, against the big spooky beast that is me, and and so you. Even though you don't want to acknowledge it, you know that's the reality of the situation, Sean. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Must be comfortable sitting on that fucking Budweiser horse. Oh, he, he, that, this is my life. This is this is what I do. Okay, fine, you son of a bitch. I can't take much more of this. I Then I have one final thing to say to you, Remington. Aside from my usual fuck you. Uh, would you be willing to watch more Haikyuu with me sometime? I'd rather not, Sean. It's a good thing I run this show then. <laughs> Thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Before we get out of here, though, we do have a little bit of high, uh, clean, high cue. We're going to do some <laughs> high cue. <laughs> I've been doing this for two years. Uh, we have a little bit of house cleaning to do. And uh, top of the list is that we have a Patreon, and Remington is going to be ever so kind as to read aloud the lovely people on our Patreon who have contributed. And if you would also like to contribute, you can head on over to patreon.com slash animeoutofcontext, where you can get all kinds of bonus content and vote in polls, all kinds of lovely things. So, Remington, who are the lovely people that we are uh, thanking today? Of course, we always want to thank our bland bitch protagonists as well as our magical girls, but tier above both of those are, of course, the nice and crazed yandere waifus. We have Alexander Nasiaseno. We have, and miles to go, Cat Zodiac, Farmer Weeb, Fluffy, Glenn Michael Dolan, Hayden Lecker, H. Wood, Jacob Livingston, Cassidy Justin, Kazu Morocco, Leos123, Salty Pretzel, Sarah Birch, Ultimate5401, Juliana, and Xerix. But that is not all, folks. Above that, we go and we visit Hogwarts for the Boy Wizard tier. And on that tier, of course, we have the Great Wizard, Brady Weinbarger, and the... The acclaimed Death Eater, Rich Huffnagel. Holy shit, he has gone down a dark path. <laughs> Rich, what's happened? <laughs> like, before he was like, uh, he was like a, a student or 
something, but now he's... It's gotten quite dark, apparently. Now he's gone down to the dark side. He's certain old Voldemort. Oh, I shouldn't say the name. I'm sorry. Oh, you fucked up. You're, Dylan's probably going to have to bleep that out. Uh, <laughs> and then instead of Hogwarts, we go over to the White House, which all the cool kids want to be at, even more than Hogwarts. Uh, J.K. Rowling is jealous that she didn't write Corey in the house. The chef and a musketeer. No. We have, of course, the patron saint from on high, Saint then on the flip side of things, way down below, we have the almighty sinner. And uh, and I, I say this with regret in my heart uh, because I, I know that that uh, th- this one, I, I believe, likes Haikyuu. And so I'm sorry. Uh, Zachary Shirley, m- yeah. my, my condolences. Yeah. <laughs> Surely we're going to have one fewer Chef Nomo's goatier after this episode. <laughs> and I can do that joke because he said he liked it. <laughs> so I'm going to abuse it horribly and eventually he'll hate it and us. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, but if you don't really have the spare cash to support us on Patreon, then there are other ways you can help support us. Uh, we understand it. We get it. Money's hard. Uh, but what is always free is reviews on your favorite platform, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, or even better, if you want to help us grow, word of mouth is a good way to do it. And if you would like to contact us directly, whether it is for a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, then you can either tweet us at AnimeConPod or send an email over onto AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com where we do read all of our emails and we reply to a select few because they're just too many. There are way too many. and if But we you, appreciate them all. We love them and appreciate them so much so. Like, I've been nearly brought to tears by some of, some of them uh, for both good reasons and bad. <laughs> so, some of them are really heartwarming. Some of them are mildly terrifying. Yeah, you know, I... Especially the fan art. Thanks for the fan art, guys. Oh, yeah, no, we love the fan art. Uh, Sometimes. Why am I always a girl is the question. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'm half the time a, a girl. Uh, I don't know. There, a lot changes. Uh, there, there's a lot of variation in the fan That's art. True. Although, to be fair, I do. I weirdly enjoy the fact that people are making like gender bent versions of us. <laughs> like, not in a weird way, just in the like, uh, hey, what if I was attractive kind of way. <laughs> See, I felt the same way when someone drew me as Banana Cat. It's like, finally, my true form. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. Finally, I see. Finally, others can see me how I see me—a banana cat. <laughs> Which is great because fan art of you is usually indistinguishable from Jesus. It, it's true. <laughs> but we all know, we all know, Jesus would never be a fruit cat. I don't know, man. I think it's possible. Well, you think he split for our sins? <laughs> oh my god but yes guys thank you all once again so much for tuning in and as always don't fuck your sister